How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back to the Playmakers. And it's time to hopefully clear up some confusion because, to be honest, I don't know what the hell is going on in Carolina with the Panthers. And here to help us, Lindsay, is Larry Holder, NFL writer and columnist for The Athletic. As always, all insider calls are powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Larry, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. And as Adrian just mentioned, Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers. I think he's one of the most prominent spiritual swagger leaders in the NFL, and he just spent the whole offseason being humbled and left behind for a man that is Deshaun Watson. The chip-on-the-shoulder effect at full blast in my mind, and maybe he can take the, the running game load a little bit off of Christian McCaffrey or at least be a threat. What say you? Yeah, it's interesting that uh, he's actually going to be, quote-unquote, battling for the job with uh, the guy he was basically battling for the number one pick in 2018 uh, at the top of the NFL draft with Sam Darnold. And so, look, I think that this makes sense. It's not like Carolina is paying a ton uh, for, for Baker, but also when you look at it in the sense of what are they going to have after this year, it's interesting that uh, before Baker had his uh, press conference uh, yesterday, uh, that he, uh, that Scott Fitter, or two days ago, Scott Fitter, the GM, basically didn't guarantee either one of them a job after this season. So I think they're still in, let's see what this is, wait and see mode, and then we'll go from there. But uh, I would be shocked if, Baker did not win the job, but still, Baker obviously has question marks. And, and you mentioned Christian McCaffrey, and uh, one of the things I've, I've written about a few times is that, uh, you know, what kind of offense should Carolina run if Baker wins the job? And it should be one that's similar to what Carolina runs because you don't what, – well, what was run in Cleveland with Baker, actually. It's more like – they should run the football and not put so much on Baker's shoulders because I think he presses and makes mistakes. And, Larry, thank you for bring, bringing up the GM of the Panthers because Warren Sharp tweeted this out, and let me say it here. So over the past couple of years, the Panthers have given up a second-round pick, third-round pick, two-fourths, a fifth, and a sixth to assemble a QB room of Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and now Matt Corral. Am I crazy for saying this is the behavior of an average high schooler playing Madden's franchise mode? Like, what is the philosophy for this team, and what are they going for? <laughs> That's an interesting uh, comparison. But here's the thing, though. It was starting to happen before that. Like, uh, before uh, I, I've, I've been on the NFL beat league-wide for about a year. 
But before that, I covered the Saints for 15, 16 years. And so before that, they acquired Teddy Bridgewater to basically replace Cam Newton. And Teddy didn't work out. And so this has been, this is actually before Scott Fitterer. So it's, it's, it's just whatever Carolina is going through here. It's, so it's, it, it's something that uh, I think they're just chasing. It, it, it's interesting because when you kind of see quarterback situations in the league, if you don't find a guy, you're always chasing. And Carolina is, is right now is, is in the chase mode, and it's every year is tenuous. Heck, heck uh, every week is seemingly tenuous. And I think it's going to be that way even more now with Baker and Sam Darnold in the same building. But uh, it, it, it's something that if you don't have a quarterback, I, I, like I said, I, I, I cover Drew Brees from snap one till his final snap, and the Saints have had to play a ton of quarterbacks at this rate with, without Drew Brees uh, through injuries and retirement. And But Carolina's been that way since, the Cam Newton era has ended. So uh, when you don't have one, you're, 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 you're basically kind of scratching and clawing to even try to survive in the league. Yeah, I like that chase concept. Sometimes you're just looking for something that, that works but also feels good, and I think that's why they kind of prematurely moved on from Teddy because he's never really gotten like a true run where there's not that kind of impending we're going to kick you out to the next team or your next suitor. And, and like you said, that's a privilege that only so many franchises can – uh, basically avoid because they draft or they trade well or they find, you know, that that one magical quarterback like Drew Brees. I'm not going to lie, Larry, as a Vikings fan, I have an eternal bone to pick with your former team. It's a hatred that I think supersedes mine, at least for Green Bay, because we're never really in competition with them, even though we like to think that we are. But I've been told by my cousin Josh, who is a degenerative uh, Saints fan, and he said that this year's draft was a good one. My question to you is, how good? Are we talking like 2017 draft class yield good? Because if so, that's terrifying. I'm definitely not going 2017. That was a historic draft. Uh, and if you're talking, say, like in Saints terms, uh, the only draft that w- would compare in their history would be the 06 draft when they had Reggie Bush and Roman Harper and Jari Evans and Marcus Colson and Zach Streep and uh, Rob Ninkovich, who they even let go. Uh, they thought he they cut him twice. The second time, they tried to make him a long snapper, and he only went to New England was a – a multi-Super Bowl winner. But, uh, no, I'm not going there in terms of that Saints draft. But still, I, I do think that they've filled holes. But, look, they've got question marks. If you're talking Saints, they've got question marks all across the board. And I, I know we're uh, in Vegas, and I, I, I thought that uh, the Saints uh, just, uh, you know, a lot of talk was quarterback, quarterback. I was pitching that the Saints should try to trade for Derek Carr. Obviously, that didn't happen, but. But yeah, I, I, it, it, I, <gasps> there are so many questions. Uh, the draft did not answer all of them. Uh, it, so it, it's definitely something that uh, potentially the Saints might like this class, but uh, they've got to have struck, struck it rich with uh, with Chris Olave and uh, and Trevor Penning. And we're, I'm definitely not there yet. I mean, I need to see it to believe it <laughs> for me to get in, all, in that boat.
Yeah, especially with that big question mark, as you mentioned, the quarterback position, uh, Jameis Winston. What's the ceiling and what's the honest expectation who's coming off? uh, uh, He's coming off a blown knee last year because if if he's back to a point where he's able to take strides and improve, I actually think that, hey, they might actually be able to make something out of this. But if he's still healing and, and sometimes there's only so many hours in the day and that's what most of the healing takes, like it could be a really, really big I don't want to say like a step back season, but uh, a developmental season. Let's put it th- that way nicely. I think uh, that you have one side of it is the knee, and the other side of it is just Jameis being Jameis. So I think you have all of that to still be answered. I mean, we saw Jameis play for seven games. He was uh, – a lot of it was Sean Payton kind of holding back the reins. And right when he was basically kind of hitting a stride, he tears his ACL and he's out for the rest of the year. So uh, there's there's a reason why he got paid basically half of starting quarterback money. You know, it's basically fourteen million a year uh, and, and not a long term deal because he still has to prove it. So I think that's uh, and the Saints could actually get out from under it if they want to if he falters this year. And I think there's also a reason that if Jameis isn't ready to go, they went out and got a, a more bona fide backup with Andy Dalton. Uh, and now Taysom Hill, that uh, experiment is just going to be a Swiss Army knife and not the quarterback of the future. So I definitely think that uh, Jameis is still – he still has to prove that he can be a viable starter for the Saints. Uh, but – He's got a bunch of tools around him, and the Saints defense should be good. So uh, a lot of it is going to be on James's shoulders to basically prove that uh, he could be uh, the guy in the NFL again. Larry Holder joining us from The Athletic, NFL writer, and columnist. And you can follow him on Twitter, at Larry Holder. And since we are talking about quarterbacks, uh, I know there was a lot of, well, first off on Twitter, Lamar Jackson's going crazy, um, but also the the top 10 quarterback ranking. And a lot of people were like, how can you not put Lamar in there in this contract situation? My question to you is, how can you justify giving Lamar Jackson the type of money that a Deshaun Watson or even a contract length in terms of Patrick Mahomes and the longevity of that deal with a quarterback who, no disrespect to him, and he's amazing and he should have been in the top 10, he's not going to be more athletic than everyone else forever. So what type of situation, and, and also injury concerns, what what situation, how do you think it's going to play out in Baltimore with Lamar? I think that you're, they're going to eventually have a long-term deal there. It's just he's, he's a talent that you can certainly win with. And I feel like last year when you look at Lamar Jackson, he was hurt, but uh, also the Ravens, their offensive line was was not what it, what it should have been. I mean, Ronnie Stanley's one of the best left tackles in the league when he's healthy, and he was not healthy at all last year. I mean, he only played, what, one game, and then we don't know uh, what, what's going to happen with him this year, and uh, they had some leaky issues there, and a bunch of pieces went down, but I, like, I, I just think that uh, it, it's He's a different style of quarterback than basically uh, the you know ninety percent of the league. I mean, it, it's he's you know you might say all right, some quarterbacks are mobile, but Lamar Jackson seems to rely on that more than anything else, and so it, it's something that 
I feel like he needs the pieces around him uh, and it, the right way. Like, I mean, also, you got to remember last year the Ravens, they lost J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards at running back, and that put them back. I mean, there's no question that that set them back. So if you, can, if you don't have a viable running game to coincide with Lamar, I think that's an issue. So I, 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 I think, though, that uh, – I I, can't, I understand where the Ravens are coming from, but there's no doubt that uh, Lamar Jackson is a is a big time talent, and so I think they will eventually come with a deal. It's almost kind of a similar situation with like Kyler Murray. I mean, you know, he's waiting for a long term deal. They haven't done that yet, but I mean, Lamar is definitely like uh, under the spotlight because his his deal is about to expire. So uh, uh, or, or you're going to run into that situation, and so it's definitely. Uh, I think the Ravens are basically waiting to see again. I mean, let's just see what they do uh, there. And it's this is definitely a big year, and he's got to he's got to perform and, and kind of show that uh, that he deserves forty million a year because I'm sure that's what he's looking for some some sort of gigantic contract like that. Yeah, there's only so much uh, magic that you can milk out of the latter stages of Latavius Murray's running back career. But I anticipate big things for Lamar Jackson. But speaking of mobile quarterbacks, a little bit different of a specimen when we're talking about Josh Allen, but the Buffalo Bills have built themselves up a steady trajectory under Sean McDermott and uh, Josh Allen. They go out, they get Von Miller this offseason, and they're my favorite in the clubhouse to go all the way. But my question to you is, has the landscape around them changed enough to enable them to find that level of success without having to play near perfect football because we all saw that playoff game versus the uh, Chiefs. I think they're the favorite as well, and that probably scares the hell out of Baltimore. I mean, Buffalo fans. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, because not again. Come on. Uh, but uh, going back to the old Jim Kelly days, uh, but still, it's. I just think that the pieces that they have, you, you add Von Miller, uh, they've made a, a few other pieces uh, within the defense, uh, their pass rush is only going to get better. And when I look at it, people forget that Buffalo was without uh, Tredavious White for a lot of the season. Uh, and he's when he's healthy, he's one of the better corners in the NFL. I mean, he was an all-pro ball, all-pro player. And you, if you add him back into the mix, I think that uh, that would certainly – obviously they're the favorite in their division. Uh, but – I think that they they are so talented that to me I feel like that they're rightfully the betting favorite in the NFL right now to win the Super Bowl. So to me, I think they are, they should be considered the favorite. Uh, but look, we we'll, uh, we know Buffalo's past, so it's like you do that. It's like <laughs> it's like buyer beware if you if you try to go that route. No, absolutely. And uh, if we could, if we could go inside the AFC West, first and foremost, um, I, I think Raiders fans are a little bit agitated at some of the love that Russell Wilson and the Broncos are getting for this upcoming season. So uh, just plain and simple, Larry, do you believe in the Broncos next year? I think that because I was I was doing a lot of stories on quarterbacks overall in the NFL and uh this off season, who's going to end up where and what would work. And, you know, I, I think that, I think that Russell Wilson, sure. He's got the cachet, but I do think that, um, I think something's off with him. And I'm wondering Ooh, if thank you, a change of venue will help. Maybe it will help, but I do think that 
that he's a different style of quarterback and that he's not he's a guy who's always got to improvise so i like i'm not i'm not totally sold on denver just because russell wilson is there i i think that uh, uh they've got question marks and i'm not uh, but there's a reason why you're moving on from russell wilson I mean, you don't move on from a guy if you don't if you're not ready to do it I, I know there was kind of a a burnt bridge, I guess, uh, between Seattle and Russell Wilson at that point. So you move on, but still, I think that uh, I, I'm not I'm not totally buying in that Russell Wilson is going to bring uh, Denver to the promised land in terms of even just winning the division. I, I'm, I'm not totally sold on that right now. Well, one of the hard truths is is that in even the the best division, somebody's going to have to finish in fourth place, no matter how talented they are. And so, uh, I I really like the Chargers personally, and I'm sure plenty of Raiders fans around town will be like, "What the hell? You're supposed to be on the bandwagon." But I really like what I see from Justin Herbert, and I just like the trajectory that they're on. But in your mind, which team has most effectively addressed their weaknesses this off season? Look, I mean, you mentioned the Chargers, and they certainly did. I mean, look, they added Khalil Mack to go alongside of Joey Bosa. They got J.C. Jackson. I mean, those are those are some big acquisitions. I mean, there's no question about it. But I need to see it to believe it from the Chargers, too. I mean, how many times have they been, ooh, this great, sexy pick, and they don't live up to it. So I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence there. Uh, look, look, uh, as far as the Raiders, I was wondering, all right, you know, they, uh, they all of a sudden uh, – uh, trading Gakwe, and you're thinking, what the heck's going on? But they got Chandler Jones, but in, in, of course, in exchange, you get uh, Rock Yassine to come in and kind of solidify that spotted corner. We all know the move with Devontae Adams. Obviously, that's a big, big, big time move. Uh, so I, I think uh, I think I'm still going to stick with the Chiefs. Oh, but Jesus. Larry. A little. We have I'm a first sorry. impression to make down here still. <laughs> Look, I, look, I've made a lot of bad impressions across the world in my times covering the league, so it doesn't matter. But I, I'm still, I mean, again, I need to see it to believe it. Until uh, until the Chiefs fall, I need to see it to believe it. So uh, it's, uh, I do think though that it is, uh, if any division in the NFL, the AFC West is going to be the most intriguing because I think it could be a toss-up all over the map. I'm not discounting the Raiders. Obviously, but look, they, they got to the playoffs and they've been proved since then, but still. New head coach. I, uh, yeah, it, it, new coach, Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. You, let's, let's see how he pans out, but still, uh, I need to see it to believe it. So uh, let's. Uh, I'm not picking a winner. I'm just saying the Chiefs, I'm not discounting the Chiefs. So Smart I'm, guy. I'm giving, I'm giving you a, t- a total cop out answer at this point now after the reaction I just got. I just I had to do that for our Las Vegas listeners, Larry. I'm sorry, yeah, Larry. Only the best first impressions all the way around. But thank you so much for sharing your NFL insight with us today, Larry. I wish you uh, success in the upcoming year. Not necessarily the team that you share a zip code with, but you're my official favorite Larry, not named Fitzgerald. And uh, we hope that we can have you on again in the near future. Hey, the fact that I've topped Larry Bird, uh, in your opinion, is a score for me. So I'm in. We don't recognize Boston athletes on this program. <laughs> Larry, thank you so much. Be sure to follow him at Larry Holder. That was the NFL writer and columnist for The Athletic. And all insider calls are powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Sports and other things on the way next. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.